hear one of our shows again? We've got them on podcast. Go to fmmoneytalkradio.com. Scroll down to podcast on demand. Pick your show and it's on. Podcast on fmmoneytalkradio.com. Lunchtime, and the Brooklyn Cafe is open for business. Live from the Brooklyn Cafe studios, Dawn and Freddie S. and their team are ready to serve up a huge portion of fun for lunch with friends and neighbors. So let's break open that lunch pail and unwrap that sandwich you brought and take a front row seat at the Brooklyn Cafe and get ready to enjoy some humor and hot topics. It's time to get a healthy serving of hope and happiness to help your day go by with a smile. Your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S., are ready to talk about food, health, dating, or just plain dream making. If you have a story to share, or a movie review, restaurant critique, or just a coincidental thing that happened to you, call in free, 888-994-4995 right now. Sit back and enjoy your lunch break at the Brooklyn Cafe. Here are your hosts, Dawn and Freddie S. And I hope that there isn't a lot of static. A lot of dirt. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Brooklyn Cafe on a beautiful Tuesday afternoon. It's been nuts. It is a beautiful day outside. To end, not inside. There is nothing but thunderstorms in here. That is not true. It is true. Because if you actually look at the picture behind you of Miriam from Amy Ryshevsky, we're going to do a slick. You know what we're going to do for Amy? Can you find the green leaf on all of Amy's okay, paintings? Okay, now I got a problem. What's your problem? You got another green leaf hanging behind you. Teddy actually fixed it. Of course she did. She's Teddy and Val. It's still there, but it's much better. So we're going to go on the hunt for the green hemp leaf in all of Amy's paintings. So there is one loose green leaf behind you on Miriam. And I know there's one on the Swiss cheese painting over there. And there's going to be more. So that could be a whole thing I want to do with Amy Ryshevsky. Can you find the hemp plant? Where is it? It's right behind you on Miriam's hair. It's kind of woven in and it's left Where's dangling. Green, jolly green, jolly. That's behind you also. And Slick, when we go to commercial break, what we're going to do is we're going to un- reveal the rest of this painting. So now you can see the bottom. We're going to work your way up and see the beauty of all of this. It's going to be a show in evolution. And that's what I think that we should do a show like that. The evolving show of the Brooklyn Cafe. 
And no, I have not had any of Summer's Capistara yet today, is all I can say, but I'm excited that Summer is with us. She did, was this the first time you did a modeling debut? I mean, I did a little bit of modeling back in the early years when I was in my 20s, early 20s. Um, what did you model? Well, I, I modeled jeans and then I did some lingerie for a bit, but anyway. Um, yeah, so it's been a while, but as far as like being in front of the camera and talking and everything to a little different. I needed a few shots before I did it, but I didn't have any shots before I did it, and I still kind of made it through. So, how does the owner of a distillery not have shots? I guess you can't drive with an open bottle. This that yeah, law in Florida, right? Hard. <laughs> but I love the way we're, you were able to set up that whole shoot. At Crazy Uncle Mike's a very good friend at the cafes, and hey, Mr. DJ, so you shot his commercial for the limos. Mm -hmm. Plus, you got to meet Mike, which was amazing, yeah, yeah, and do some shoots shots for you. Yeah, yeah, he's he's got a great place there, so it's it's a beautiful. Um, establishment and really really nice guy so it was great to be able to talk to him and do everything that we did today he's always supporting local which yeah. is so nice crazy uncle mike's right on federal highway kind of the boca del rey border but if you haven't checked it out you got to check it out and see all his crazy videos he posts all over town we should have him do one from here it's always like where's mike he has bands and stuff to go in there. Mm -hmm. yeah. It's kind of uh, it's kind of an interesting place. You've been with uh, Chuck and all. You guys got to go in. There. That was the only place. Actually, the only restaurant we've been to since all of this was to Crazy Uncle Mike's, and we sat outside. He gave me a great corner table. It's the only place I've been because I know Mike. I trust him. I know yeah. he's as cognizant as because he's looking out for everybody, and we've had him here since the beginning. He's the only guy that I know that he made a beer that was sour. Hmm. Now this is going back before the the the, the, the the craziness, and I tasted it, and I, I I was like, wow, this is like like lemon beer, and my son joined us on that deal, and he had one. He says, oh, this is the latest craze, the latest craze, lemon beer. <laughs> he says, no, everybody likes sour beer, so he kept bringing on the pictures. Remember this? The, oh, our anniversary show. That was our three year. That we had Mr. CBS, Channel 12 Weatherman. I think about that year and a half has flown by like in a blink of an eye. Yes. Uh, yeah. That was a year and a half? No. That was a year and a half. painful. Yes. It was? Yeah. Feels like 10, right? 20. <laughs> <laughs> wow, really? A year and a half? Yes. No. Yeah. No. Yeah, the fourth year anniversary we were here, kind of in quarantine, we didn't get to do a whole lot, and we're rolling into our fifth year. But we were still up north at the other place when we did that yeah. show. And and the car, the cake people um, made us a cake that looked like a television set. When they put our picture inside the set, it was ridiculously funny. But Mike is great. We had to have Mike back. It is Taco Tuesday at the Brooklyn Cafe. No better time to go hit up Crazy Uncle Mike's than Taco Tuesday. See, I think Summer's on one, two. I don't know what's Get her going up on. and rolling. It's like the shot went well today. Oh yeah. Shoot, shot. The shoot, the shoot. The shot. Yeah, everything went shoot well. It's just, it was just so. <laughs> it was warm. Coming like I dressed yeah, right? warm today. You what? She's coming like yeah, right? Huh? He's coming like no, yeah, right? But this it was is not just a, question. a whole lot of um questions that I got answered on. Um. Yeah. You're really gonna have <laughs> a um like conversation. Shoot the no, shot. No, but everything, everything went well. We had a great time yesterday shooting yeah. film at Lost Harbor. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was incredible. What a great Thanks. place you have. Thank you. Thank you. I've put a lot of work into it. I mean, it's not the most beautiful, luxurious distillery, but it's mine and it fits what I do and 
who I am and, and what we're about. So, yeah, thank you. What's the mission of Lost Harbor? Um, I think it's mostly to get people to know who Lost Harbor is and have it become a household name. So. And I think you're working really well in that. You've got award-winning bottles. Thank you. Which we got to see, which we don't talk about enough that we really should. She's very humble. You ever notice? Someone yes. doesn't talk about her very much. I, I mean, you, do you wake up every morning and, and come to the realization that, you know, you've hit a mark in the business world? It's still really hard. I mean, I know what I've put into it, and I know how hard I work. Um, you know, all of my passion goes into what I do, you know, my heart and soul. And so it's still kind of weird for me sometimes to think that I have a product on a shelf that people buy. You know, I'm like, oh, wait, I did that. And it's still almost not real for me at times um, because I'm just doing what I love. Like when I am in the distillery making the product and mixing and blending and coming up with formulas and being my nerd self that I am, that's like where my passion comes in. So I don't think about the other parts after that. You know, I, I'm like, oh, right there is that part that it's on a shelf and people are buying it and people are enjoying it and they know what it is and you know the craziest thing is when I'm out there somewhere and, and somebody says oh Lost Harbor I have that and I'm like oh, you do oh my gosh like okay you know and I didn't even have to show you somebody else did or somebody but do you, you know? identify let's say you're on whatever and somebody comes out and says well you want Lost Harbor or and you do you say oh I know that brand or that's me um, sometimes I do and it's kind of funny because I've been at the South Florida Fair since it started on the 15th and I have a booth out there and I'm you know serving Lost Harbor just doing sound so that people get to know who we are um, you know and so when people do come up and start talking to me a lot of people think that I'm just a girl that works for a company that's serving shots so when I'm you know saying oh I do this and I put this and they're like you and I'm like yeah this is my brand I make it I'm the owner I'm the you know I make everything I'm the creator and they're like oh I have that in my fridge and I have this and it's just so you know they I like being the face that they get to know that correlates me with my brand so what I want to do now that you just gave me that idea, mm -hmm. Val's doing a second commercial. I want to do a second commercial that we're going to launch with the new label. Okay. So you're going to see the one commercial that has the old label, okay. and when you're ready to launch the new one, yep. I want you to voice it over and say, hi, I'm Summer Peep. I am the owner, the creator, the founder of Lost Harbor. This is our mission, and go through that okay. as to why you do what you do. Sure. So we get two different takes on it. What do you think? I, I like it, and I saw some of the stuff that she's working on there as well. I mean, you, you do things for other companies as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's kind of cool to come and the realization um, that you've hit that note, you know, and, and, and nobody wants to walk around and say, well, you know, that's me, but it's funny because when things aren't good, it's the me or my, says, you know, unfortunately, that's me, so you should take the applause, you should say, you know, that's my brand, and I'm sure that you're going to be doing more and more in the future. Um, yeah. with what you're doing so I, I, w I think it's kind of cool and it's funny because I said to Missy Fool over here that I always wanted to get into the distillery business into the rum business and mm -hmm. she looked at me she says why you remember that you remember what the conversation we, what do you know about a rum business I did I said are you crazy what do we know about promoting <laughs> rum now we got rum gin vodka and copper star which is is that your number one seller the that Kata is my Star? number one seller yeah my gin is very very close um it's my newest product the gin is the newest product but it's it's 
done very, very well because it's a new, like, American-style gin. It's not your typical grandpa's gin where you're eating a Christmas tree kind of feel. Um, it's more, you know, I toned back the juniper. And it's more citrus and florally. Um, so more Americanized. Um, everything that I make, I want to be attractive to females. Um, that's my whole point. You know, we have 25% more taste buds than men do, so we taste a lot more. So I wanted girls to be able to drink a spirit straight as well as with their favorite mixer and so um the gin really hits that note it's really refreshing but the capistara hands down is our number one seller well i got some bad news for you because slick and i were checking out that pineapple thing you did uh-huh which i'm gonna tell you that was spectacular <laughs> thank you was that good or what like i can i i feel like that was that was a nice drink it hit yeah, it hit. Hey, I needed food after the fact because yeah, he had to come. He had to come eat because he was like. Yeah, because the I'm bottom late. line. Ted had to come eat too. W- yeah, everybody was eating <laughs> after that. The bottom line was yeah, women. Women have 25 percent more taste buds, but men drink 25 percent more. They do, but I figure if a woman likes it, a man's pro- a man is probably going to like it as well because. You know, they drink stuff that take so women are not going to. So feed them you know. more, right? Feed them, feed the women more. Come and have twelve <laughs> drinks with me. <laughs> women in the harbor. That was amazing. Got to do a whole little tasting with that slick. You liked it. Oh yeah, most definitely. Like, yeah, that pineapple juice with the. And you love pineapple when you're drinking. Oh yeah, I love pineapple water. on my rum. So yeah, I love pineapple as like a good mixer. But that one, I have to say, I have to, I have to give it up as. I don't know what I forgot what it was called. Um, Cake by the Harbor. Cake by the Harbor. But the whole story behind how you yeah. started this and getting to see you create everything yesterday, mm-hmm. how to the last drop, literally, you know, they say the coffee commercial, good to the last drop. It starts with the last drop. And you top off the bottles and you know exactly drop by drop. I don't even think they captured that. Mm-hmm. It fills it. And then you just measure ever so gently every single drop to exactly the 750 mLs, and then it gets capped and wiped down. I mean, every single bottle your hands touch. Yes. Which is unbelievable. I mean, to have the owner, the creator, the founder, a woman in business start all of this and touch every single bottle that comes out of your distillery so you know, talk about craft and that hand touch, that personal touch, amazing. Well, it's funny because that drink that you made, the cake by the harbor, Uh I want to use that as an intro to every place. So the grand opening to Grapes is Friday. Okay. I would highly recommend we make a phone call and for the grand opening have you do your thing down there. I know that they can't sell liquors, but in that cake mixture because of the juice and all that, is that a liquor? It's still liquor, but I mean... You could do a taste? uh, You know, once you mix it with other things, it proofs it down, so it's a lower proof. It's not, you know, 70 proof in a cup, like straight alcohol, straight vodka, whatever. It's going to proof it down the more that you add to it, so... I, I mean, we could do a tasting if she was open to that. I don't want to step on her toes because it's, I, I know it's her big day. Um, and Lenore's oh, no, wonderful. Lenore loves, she loves all of that whole energy thing. So she'll pair this thing. I got to tell you, all kidding aside, the drink is outstanding. Thank you. Outstanding. And you're not big on pineapple I'm juice, not so big. That's I don't even lot. like pineapple. But I that know. thing yesterday, I'm going to tell you, that combination mm-hmm. that you did, 
Unreal. I never had anything like that in my life. This guy was swallowing glasses. <laughs> it's unbelievable. I had to take it I out of your I had to take hand. it with me, but I can't believe you'll say that. I brought it. Oh, no, because you oh, don't no? drink my pineapple mixes. Yeah. That's why. Because you like pineapple right. and rum. I yeah. get it. But this is a nice intro card. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that go into it. The end product is amazing. Thank you. Right. All you do, just go to your local Total Wine or your local Oceans Wine and Spirits and say, I want a bottle of Lost Harbor, Capistara, whatever. Of, but your store behind it, that's the end product, and that's the deliciousness, and that's, it looks like easier. You pop it open and you enjoy. Mm -hmm. But what it took you to do this, and I, I'm always about women empowerment, you know that. But this wasn't like a family business that you inherited or right. you learned. You learned this on your own yeah. only a couple years ago, yeah. and every detail yep. is impeccable. Thank you. Thank you. I, I, there's a lot of tears that have come along with this as well, but um, you know, all in all, I'm, I love what I do, and that's the biggest thing. Uh, you know, I was in corporate accounting and finance before I did this, and um, you know, I was crying every day going to work, and it was just I needed that change and a passion. And when I finally decided to do this and started this, I finally found my passion. And yeah, there have been a lot of bumps in the road along the way and a lot of tears, like I said, but it's my passion. I love what I do. And I get that. See, you don't cry. You just get <laughs> Freddie out. You just For me, I don't cry. You don't cry when you get frustrated. I, I totally relate. What are you talking about? I was crying a few minutes yeah, ago. You were yelling a few minutes <laughs> no, ago. No, and then came the crying. But I just ran to the bathroom. You know, those sleepless nights when you wake up in the middle of the night and you look at, and you go, I could do that. And all yeah. of these things that evolve. That's me probably five out of seven nights a week. But you love what you do and you keep going and you keep pushing because you know tomorrow's a new day and hopefully that next day is going to be better and the wrinkles yeah. get ironed out and you keep going and you keep pushing and you keep growing. Absolutely. But none of it comes easy. No, not at all. But you make it look effortless. Thank you. <laughs> right? She sits there gorgeous, spectacular with these beautiful bottles and it looks effortless. But a lot of hard work comes into it, and I got to tell you, you got to try all of these products. And you're in some really big retail stores. Yeah, we're getting bigger. Um, you know, I Total Wine was our very first sell, which was unbelievable to me. I was just like one of the biggest stores here, you know, here in Florida and across the nation. But um, you know, we're just in Florida for right now. But for them to take me in as a brand new product um, that nobody even knew what it was was just amazing. I mean. I get my first delivery. I have pictures of my first, you know, pallet going out the door on the truck. And um, once I heard it hit the stores, I visited each store and thanked their managers. And I bought a bottle off the shelf as the first bottle off the shelf. Um, those are the ones that you saw in the showroom at the distillery. I signed them as the first bottle purchased at the first, you know, the first pallet that went out. Um, so yeah, I was very proud of that. It, it was an emotional moment, like, oh my gosh, my stuff is on a shelf right here, you know? So it was just really emotional and really cool and um, had to, I had to go say thank you because it was a big deal. How many stores, how many Total Wines are you in? Um, well, we're in Palm Beach County, Total Wines, we're in Broward and Dade and wow. um, we're moving up through the county. So the distributor, that I'm with, Florida Craft Distribution, they um, got bought out during this whole pandemic and they've been expanding. And so um, it, I think it was September that we went statewide. So we're slowly 
getting out to all the stores. So yeah, that's tremendous. Thank you, thank you. And you know that you are an essential. What is that? An essential. Essential. <laughs> essential. Very yes. Essential. Yeah, absolutely. Liquor you, is it considered an liquor essential? Liquor is an essential. Without liquor, we couldn't get through this whole thing. I had <laughs> plenty of it. Absolutely. True. Now you know it's really interesting that you're, you're you're talking to her about how women empowerment is going and growing. Um, and we have, you, we, don't you have a, a seminar or something that you're putting on? Yes. I when do. are you doing that? You know, it, it's funny because you talk about someone being humble, and you're going to be doing a woman empowerment seminar. When is this? Next Thursday. At what time? 6.30. And I see that you walk around here and you put all sorts of commercials together and have this, and you never did it. Maybe not for you, maybe for them, telling people. How they can listen to what actually, you got somebody going on. Nadine Kirby said, could you please share the link? So I actually put the link on the post today. I don't think about promoting me. We do this every day to promote yeah, but everybody you're promoting else. The, you're promoting the event just like you're doing with Summer right yes. now. Um, because you, you are essential and you are now where people look at you to follow. You know, what you guys are doing. It's the name of the game right now, so why don't you uh, put up the, I think I got the banner in my email address, and then I'll send it again, and promote it. When is it? It's next Thursday at 6.30 with ABWA, American Business Women's Association, the Carl Springs chapter, and on Facebook I have posted the link. It's $10 to join the Zoom call, and if you don't hear me enough for three hours a day, you're going to get me for another 45 minutes next Thursday talking, I guess, a little bit about my background, how to show up on air, how to keep going, how to keep pushing, and what it's like to be networking virtually and putting your best foot forward always. Now, i got to make fun of my partner a little bit because five years, six years ago, uh, when I had asked Dawn to come and work with me, she had said no, because she, she had nothing to say. She had nothing to say. And here we go now, and you, not only do you have something to say, now you have something <laughs> to say that people want to listen to. I know people want to listen, but I got a lot to say. But people can follow a winning formula. Same thing with Summer, you know? You look at, and you're in a man's business, AKA allegedly, which is no longer a man's business. Mm -hmm. It's the way it used to be viewed. Uh, but you're in the business world, you know? And you're in the business world, and this used to be a man's business, or Walter Conquer, all those guys, right? Um, King. But now, it's the game has changed. All of a sudden, you have these path, people are making paths like you, and you should take a minute and sort of pinch yourself and say, you know something, I got this. Because you got a whole bunch of other women that are looking at what you're accomplishing, and it's important that you let them know there's the right way and then there's this way. And, and it's the same road. So congratulations Thank on you. what you're doing. Congratulations on what you're doing. See, me and Slick get to enjoy this because we get to film it. We get to interview it. I mean, he went on a shoot today, right? Oh, yeah. You know, it was a little steamy, but yeah, we went on a shoot today. <laughs> yeah. He's like a lobster. He's always with the steamy. You know, not for nothing. Don't kill the bit. I can't I wasn't killing the bit, but yeah, it was a nice shoot today. Yeah. All right, let's take a commercial break. Let's play Summer's Piece. Want to see the new commercial that we shot yesterday up at Lost Harbor Distillery in West Palm Beach. See how that's rocking and rolling out. And um, I got, know you've got new labels coming out, some new formulations coming out, and then you'll have a second version when all of that comes to be. So let's take a look at Lost Harbor Commercial Spot. Take a quick commercial break. As always, give us a call, 888-994-4995, Studio A, and we'll be right back.
Welcome to Lost Harbor Spirits, a world where pirates inspire our spirits, treasures remain undiscovered, and flavors are infused with the essence of mysterious voyages. We invite you to join us on our journey inspired by the undiscovered Spanish fleets lost in the 1600s, the treasures that have been buried with them, and of course, the lost harbors that remain abandoned on the foggy coasts of Florida. Proudly distilling in West Palm Beach, Lost Harbor Spirits is a true treasure waiting to be discovered. subscription app combining affirmations and meditations the mixing of music and positive affirmations will take you on a positive journey towards healing download your app today available on iphone or android or contact leslie carmen at 561-405-9577 musaff that's m-u-s-a-f-f on apple or android Hi, I'm Tracy McDonough, owner and founder of Healing Moments. Healing Moments is a healing playroom, a mind-body-spirit center. Our service is love and compassion, and the environment is soothing, peaceful, and inviting. Every area is designed for healing and peace. We deliver services such as massage therapy or lymphatic drainage, energy healing and Reiki, chakra balancing, physical vascular therapy for circulation and pain, vibrational medicine using frequencies and oils, and music in order to calm and relax your mind, body, and spirit. We also offer detoxification services using infrared sauna, ionic foot baths, and power plates. All of our modalities are designed to reduce stress, anxiety, induce relaxation, relieve pain, and provide detoxification and inflammation reduction for optimal healing and wellness. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. This segment of the Brooklyn Cafe Show has been brought to you by Palm Beach Distillery, home of Lost Harbor Spirits. From our vodka, rum, and gin to our famous Capistara vanilla caramel flavored vodka, our spirits are adventurous and full of flavor so be adventurous and find your lost harbor awesome summer let's clip that and keep that as a spot 
I think we should. Why don't we, yeah, let's do that. That way we don't have to do it over and over again. That yep. was very nice. That was, nice. That was fantastic. <laughs> now what's going to happen? We're practice today. <laughs> well, we're going to go to the next level where you're going to walk over to the table and you're going to do that with a drink that's all prepared in the whole night. It's a oh, whole bunch. Okay. It's a progression. A whole oh, gotcha. gotcha. It's a whole pour. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> Thank you. And of course, we can't let today go by without paying homage to losing Kobe Bryant and everyone else on the Can flight. Can you believe that that was a year ago? A year ago. Holy I know. Smokes. It's like the things you, it gives me the chills. Things you remember where you were probably when you heard it. And I remember exactly where I was. And then I texted you saying, can you believe, or you texted me saying, this is what just happened. And it's almost like, it's like when the Twin Towers, when you think, no, it's like wrong news. And it's funny because, uh, not funny, but tragic in that we just lost Hank Aaron. Mm -hmm. and Don Sutton and I mean you lost all these people around the same time this is just like craziness I know but Chris but his was tough because it was the accident well, he was young mm -hmm. yeah. you know his daughter, his daughter his daughter and everyone else on that plane just on one of these fluke foggy days yeah. that shouldn't have been flying and who who even knows why and then of course all the conspiracy theorists came came after that and all this craziness but this young superstar and his daughter and all these other people and these young lives going to a, an event for the kids. Just horrific. So Slick, I know you put a piece together to pay tribute to Kobe and the lives. Based on hardwood. I mean, there's like talks and debate about Jordan, but like Kobe really hit home because even though I can't say I liked him, but his, like his skill and the accolade that he got there's no denying that like Kobe was one of the greats and you don't like any greats you don't I like Brady <laughs> you don't like if they don't play for the heat you don't like them <laughs> wait the man was one of the greatest no, no, no I can't say one of the greatest he has to be the greatest Kobe because the, the same steps that he used on the court he took them off the court to actually help out around the community of Los Angeles to his daughter as well because he was not just, he, he was zoned in as a basketball player, but I'll say more off the court, I kind of liked him more because he showed himself as like a human being. And really well, taught you know, lessons. nobody said it better than Shaq. He said Superman ain't supposed to die. And for me, Kobe Bryant, me and my son used to argue about yeah. who was the best. I think it's but Kobe. in my book, he was one of the best so is the king for me michael is the best and i have True. sentimental reasons as to why because he beat up on my knicks for five years same thing and with anybody kobe. who could do that for five years is the best that's how i feel about kobe but, um but it was uh an emotional moment the way the whole tragedy came about correct um are we queuing up the kobe piece yeah yep. so slick put a piece together we're going to queue that up and play that The lesson I cherish the most is how important it is to love what you do. If you love what you do and it's making you happy, all the hard work and perseverance will pay off. I once had a guidance counselor tell me that I shouldn't play basketball, that it would never amount to anything for me. His negativity towards me made me stronger. You can't stop people from trying to limit your dreams, but you can stop it from becoming a reality. Your dreams are up to you. I encourage you to always be curious, always seek out things you love, and always work hard once you find it. So with that, I'll let you carry on with the evening. Please know I'm thinking of you, supporting you, and encouraging you always. 
That's a nice piece. I got to tell you, that is Lake of Gold right there. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Lake of Gold. I remember Jerry West was playing the Knicks in the 72 finals. Uh, and Jerry West was unbelievable. He could shoot the ball from anywhere and score. Larry Bird also. But I'm going to tell you, the Mamba, Black Mamba, there ain't no stopping him where he wants to score. There is absolutely nobody who could stop him. Yeah, that was kind of the beginning of all of this craziness, is his passing, and then it just cascaded through where we are. So maybe, as the year ends, maybe this will be the end of all of this craziness, and maybe that's the sign we're looking for. They just find it kind of weird that he's looking down on us, and he's letting us know that. That was a nice piece of work done. It sort of, it, you know, the hands in the back I of know. my neck went up when he said those words, but you know something? You gotta tip your hat to the great ones. Well, here's the thing, we were just talking, I hadn't seen Slick Spot yet, about loving what you do yeah. and finding your passion. When people say no, we've had this conversation all morning, you can hear it, you just gotta let it go and continue to do what you love to do. Yeah. What did people think when you said, oh, I'm gonna open a distillery? Um, I think people thought I was crazy uh, at first. You know, I'm I'm a nerd in finance. Like, what am I going to do opening a distillery? And especially, like you said, in a man's world, in a man's, you know, a male-dominated industry. But, um, you know, I was just like, okay, well, uh, this is what I love to do. And this is what I, you know, I'm just going to do it until I can't anymore. So um, it is what it is. But you could have picked any business. I could have. Um, but... You know, doing research and figuring out what, you know, I didn't know that this was my passion. I didn't know that making alcohol was going to be what I was going to love to do. Um, and, you know, it was just, it was more of a sheer whim of like, okay, you know, this is popular. This was recession proof. It's going to stick around. You know, there's always a need or a reason for alcohol and you know what can I do with that I didn't want to own a bar that was just too much too much overhead and stuff and um, you know with my 
nerdiness and my background, um, numbers and chemistry, um, you know, creating alcohol and coming up with formulas and things like that. Plus, I, you know, I like to bake and cook, and so I'm always creating recipes and throwing flavors and things together. So it just kind of made sense. Um, and it wasn't until I actually got started making my first formulas and blending and mixing things together and figuring out what tasted good that I was just like, wow, I love this. Like, I Are you good this. in chemistry? I was really good with chemistry, yeah. So it's E equals MC squared. Is that how you get all the flavors? Something like that. A little bit of this, <laughs> a little bit of that. No, yeah. she looks at it as a chemist. It's, it's different, right? Because molecularly, right. yeah, it's got to sort of co It's got to have a structure and it's got to go together and, you know, you've got to um, balance everything out. And, uh, you know, that's it's, it's hard to figure all that out, but once you get it, or once I got it, it made sense to me. I was like, oh, well, this makes a lot of sense. When you got you son, he goes, Mom, I'm never going to use this chemistry stuff. You're going to say, cash, yes, and look how I now use yeah. this. <laughs> yeah, and he wants to be a chemist, too, so he tells me, Mom, I'm going to take over Lost Harbor one day, and I'm like, okay, if that's what you want to do, great. Mom will go on vacation. <laughs> that is awesome. you got to follow your passion. you got to find what you love, and in your heart, everyone told me, you got nothing to say. No one's going to listen to you. Except my guidance counselor said the opposite of Kobe. My guidance counselor said to me, you should go to school for communications. And I went, no, no one's going to listen to me. I have nothing to say. I'm going to talk about this next week on this imposter syndrome as of what that is and what your why is. And I guess he was right because I went to school for communications. And then I said, nope, still not going to do it. And I got my master's in special ed because that was, I thought, was my passion. But now, as we sit here five years later, I'm able to bring it all together with our kids' network and the oh, children yeah. and the education side of it, plus the communication and the women empowerment and having nothing to say. It's all kind of come full circle to do what I love now, to do. Now, let me ask you, ladies. You, uh, people always want to change the plan because before you're successful and you're trying these things, everybody's trying to talk you out of doing it because of their fears, not yours. No, they still do as you go through the process, right? So yes yeah I mean there's always somebody that's going to try to discourage you or telling you you're doing something wrong but that's how I learn by doing things wrong I learn the right way to do it and then once you're on this path that it's working and you continue to do it then everybody's gonna tell you how to do it mm -hmm. because the same naysayers then become the oh but let me tell you, you do it this way yeah. and they think they they walked in your shoes and they haven't and they don't understand the fundamental aspects of sacrifice to do what you do and then you got to market it then you got to grow it and then in this game you got to be good you got to keep changing but I don't up. think of it as a sacrifice do you not really um yeah how many I mean, tears were hit that pillow? there's there's a lot of tears for sure mm -hmm. i mean there's so much that goes into it and so much that you think you know how am i going to take this ne next step or how am i going to move on um for me there's always been something inside that's like, you've got this, keep going. And I have a lot of, you know, support behind me as far as the ladies of Capistara, all my girls, you know, they, they encourage me, keep going, you've got something great, don't quit, don't you quit, do. don't quit, you know, and so it's, it takes a little bit of encouragement and, and you know, self-encouragement as well, and that's sometimes hard to come by. Um, but, you know, you just have to tell yourself, I can do this, keep going. And you seen the commercial. I had so much fun labeling the bottles. I just kept going back for more. I love that yeah. little machine. Talk about therapy. That yeah. pedal. Yeah. The labels. And you pedal know, again. And the labels. Yeah. 
yeah it's yeah that's like what everybody loves to do they love to put the you know and I'm like stuck doing the hard stuff and I'm like really guys but and even the little one on top it's uh -huh. like you know what you just want it to be perfect because yeah. that is your brand and that is who you are uh -huh. so I had a really great time yesterday there and you're welcome you, you to come anytime I'm gonna tell you after what I saw you going through I'm already making phone calls because you're gonna machine that does all that <laughs> because that would drive me completely insane. Do you think of what we do on those, the negative days as a sacrifice? No, it's not a sacrifice. Me, yes, I have sacrificed a lot in my life to get to where I am today. But would you do it again? Probably do it better. Would you do it all over again? If you look back, you say, I'll do this again? Yeah, and like you said, do it better. I mean, if you could remember and go back you know the sacrifices that you've been through absolutely go through what you've been through but learn from it and do it better I think you see because the one thing I've learned in this lesson I mean I've had it since I was 11 I don't fear success I think that when you hit success there's always a little bit more you know how you get your bottle and you until you get it right to where it needs to go that's my life in that bottle because every time it fills, I squeeze a little more in there because you can always get a little bit more out of life. And I love it when people tell me how to do it, why to do it, and when. And then I say, okay, show me. Yeah. You, know, you wanna sit here? Show me. I dare you. I'll draw the line wherever you want. You wanna do what she does? I dare you. You wanna do what she does or what he does? Bring it. Because this ain't easy, and there is sacrifice. I gotta tell you, since we've been working with Summer, she's now on camera, she's doing her own spot. Her son. We're gonna put a show together around Cash Money, which is hilarious, I love that, as for the Kids <laughs> Network, because he's adorable he and is. incredible. He's a mini you. Thanks. And Slick, since you've been putting all these spots together, you started this on September 11th, you did a spot, you were up all night doing that spot. Yeah, but now you do them faster. Yeah, most definitely. Better. Yeah, most definitely. He's yeah. up all night no matter what. I called him the other day. He was having a oh, party. Oh, yeah, I was having himself. a party. Social distancing <laughs> yeah. party. By yourself. By yourself. <laughs> he kept saying there's nobody Social in the room, but everybody stand back. Party. What is it with you? Social distancing party, you know. <laughs> I didn't I didn't have um, Copper Star, but I had um, Gubba that night. So. Did you? Yeah, You were having fun and two-fisted. Okay, so we have the Super Bowl in less than two weeks. Yeah. It's now Tuesday, in less than two weeks. All eyes are on Florida. All eyes are on Florida. So I want to just say to Gubba and to Lost Harbor, in the next two weeks, I want to come up with a Super Bowl here and a Super Bowl there. You know, they don't have the parties outside the stadium this year. Mm -hmm. They're not doing it because of, obviously, the reason, right? So what they want you to do is they want you to have mini parties leading up to the Super Bowl. Because what do we watch on Super Bowl Day besides the game? The co commercials and who's singing at the Super Bowl? Anyone know? Um, the weekend. Yeah, the weekend. Um, blind this can't be J-Lo again? No, no Ooh. more J-Lo. I love my J-Lo. No, 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 no more. No. Italia. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, too much, too much, too much like J-Lo. There's more J-Lo than I know J-Lo. So why don't we come up with, why don't we maybe put your cake by the harbor drink as our Super Bowl drink of the week, and we'll come yeah. up with the Gubba sure. Super Bowl drink of the week. And or we come up with, if you're watching we today's show. We do Super show, Bowl this week, we do Super Bowl next week. Yep. If you have a drink, we put it up to the challenge. So the cake drink is the champion, 
and let other people bring, and we'll have a drink on. Okay. And let other people try. <laughs> you come like that. Ooh. The lines will be blurry. I, I mean, we have a it's drink. It's not a song. <laughs> 20 drinks at once. <laughs> You're going to have one drink versus another. So <laughs> we'll have people be send us yeah. your recipe or bring your recipe, either gotcha. or. For your Super Bowl. And, and No, for, from here to the Super yep. Bowl so that we can crown the champion on that Friday. Let's do it. Where do people find Lost Harbor? Lost Harbor, you can find at any Total Wine, Ocean Wine and Spirits, Palm Beach Liquors, uh, Pompano Discount Liquor, um, several other places we're working on a lot right now. Hopefully we'll have an online platform soon that will go out to 44 states, which will be amazing. Wow. My friends and family can finally get Lost Harbor. Um, and we're working on expanding into other states as well. But yeah, Total Wine for sure. Go out there and get it. Go out and get it. All right, let's take a commercial break. When we come back, I think we're going Bitcoin. If he's still here, I hope he's Michael's here. still here. He just walked in. We're going to be talking Bitcoin a little bit. You're welcome to stay, but I know you've got, we've kept you a little busy today. Get the new label on to get it out there to everybody. So. Get your new label on. LostHopperSpirits.com. <laughs> Summer, thank you. Truly spectacular. Thank you. I'm so excited thank that you. I get I to work it. with you. Thank you. Me too. Let's take a break and we will be right back. Welcome to your vacation staycation. And what better way to kick back than to blend up a sweet pina colada, a smooth mojito, or just a nice stiff rum and coke. If you want true relaxation and enjoyment, then you want Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum is a unique rum infusion. Gubba Silver Rum is infused with real shredded coconut. And Gubba Rum Gold is infused with real shredded vanilla bean. Both are made with certified organic ingredients. Each infused Gubba Rum is 35% ABV, 70 proof, and as we say in Boston, wicked smooth. So if you're looking for the best combination of taste, smoothness, quality, and price, your clear choice is Gubba Rum. If you want that wicked smooth taste for yourself, for your vacation, staycation, visit GubbaRum.com to find your closest liquor store that carries Gubba Rum Gold and Gubba Rum Silver. Gubba Rum, it's wicked smooth. Let's all welcome a new sponsor to the show. It's Amp2TV, the first and only Internet production company that's truly plugged in. When you're looking for a full-service Internet TV radio production company, discover Amp2TV, a full-service production company that can provide all streaming videos in studio or remotely. They offer web page development, and they use all the latest platforms to help make all your business selling points more powerful. They can do remotes or live radio Video streaming as well as tape productions for social media platforms and television. Amp2 TV can handle all of your television needs, including closed caption for a perfect on-air telecast. Choose from a variety of creative TV and radio packages or visit one of their many studios to get your creative juices flowing. Come and see why Amp2 TV works with many major companies, including Comcast, Bravo, and Fox 29, as well as in individuals and businesses of all types and sizes. To see samples of their work or to find out more, visit their website at amp2.tv. That's A-M-E, the number 2.tv. Or call them at 866-224-5422. 
Feel free to call for a quote or just a consult of how to put your business on a social media platform or radio platform or just doing a show that is covered by all platforms. Call 866-224-5422 and make an appointment. That's 866-224-5422. The way you live your life says a lot about you. your lifetime can say even more it's a single event that speaks volumes so how do you celebrate a life dignity memorial providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are reflecting your personality and your passions it should be a perfectly tailored send-off a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. of a lifetime begins here looking for a place to get your ice cream fix look no further than cold stone creamery at cold stone we make our ice cream fresh every single day in store we have over 20 different ice cream base flavors and over 30 different mix-ins to choose from we also have plenty of signature creations if you don't want to go ahead and choose your own to end your creation You could put it in one of our freshly made waffles. We have ice cream cakes, ice cream sandwiches, milkshakes, smoothies, banana splits, sundaes, and so many other things for you to come check out and enjoy. We are the official ice cream store of the Brooklyn Cafe. Hope to see you soon. And remember, it's always a great day for ice cream. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. By Gubba Rum. Gubba Rum, the rum of choice of the Brooklyn Cafe, comes in two flavors. Coconut and not coconut. Wait, no, that's vanilla. <laughs> either way, it's from either way, it's straight from the Boston Disturbers. Bubble gum, it's wicked smooth. Now back to the back to you guys. That's right. Coconut, coconut and not coconut. <laughs> Good coconut stuff. Coconut and not coconut. Coconut and not coconut. So if it's not coconut, it would be vanilla. Vanilla. Speaking of not coconut, those are some nice shirts he's got coming out for Gubba Rum. Wow. Aren't they nice? You know, it's funny because if I wear those shirts, I got to put on my Lost Harbor glasses because there's a whole lot of shirt bling, 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 bling. And some bling. 
And, and, and yes, and Robin Weiss is blinging. I'm having a vision of you on the beach with a Gubba Rum shirt and some blinged out glasses and... I gotta tell you, there's so much freaking lights in here. My eyes are killing me. Some short the bling is killing me. The beast is killing me. And I gotta wear my glasses because this is just like... It's like real bright in here today. <sighs> this is like a hangover in the it's because sun. because you wear such dark clothes. You invite the heat in. You see this? I'm at you know what I only see? I see the stripes on your shirt. Do you see that I have the bling bling? This is like an arrow, so be very careful. <laughs> Robin, nice job. Robin Weiss, say hello to the, the bling queen. Robin Weiss, our bling, our bling, our rhinestone artist, and hopefully I, she'll be here maybe a little bit tomorrow. I know she's got an appointment, but we'll be seeing her tomorrow on Amy Ryshevsky's show on the art of Amy Ryshevsky, and Summer left a bottle for Robin to rhinestone out for her. That's right, and I'm gonna tell you something. If you come in here and you stand still long enough, Robin she rhinestones you, you as well. Too. Yes, <laughs> she rhinestones everything. And it's funny because we're gonna make a shirt with the top of her head because every time she's in here, this is all I see. The top of her head. It's a great segment, and if you're interested in the craft, in rhinestoning, in the art of bling and rhinestone, you got to check it out. The Housewives of Bling. She's got shows out all the time, different tips, different segments, and that starter kit that includes some great items the glue this special tool a little holder some glasses it's amazing and your first starter set of rhinestones so check that out and it is 125 dollars less 20 percent as a friend of the brooklyn cafe show so you can email robin at robins rhinestones at gmail.com and you can pick it up right here only 100 bucks you didn't tell me it was less when did that happen? Last time she was here. No. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Oh, Nobody yes. said nothing to me. You don't listen. You should really listen to this Brooklyn Cafe show on this on TV every day. I didn't hear that. Yes. Wow. And you know who likes it? You know, she's contagious, Robin. She is. She's got a great Amy, personality. Amy, all of a sudden, this is all she does is bling, bling, bling. So does Miss Tracy. So does Jay. What the hell? Everyone likes a little bit of bling in a, their life. A little bit of bling. Which leads us to our I'm next I'm surprised segment. that Slick doesn't bling more. Because he's like the bling man. No. Your shoes, especially your shoes. Why don't you bling your shoes? Like you could bling them red and white. Oh, my God. Not a rhinestone. Are you making chicken wings? Oh, no. That's all. Hector's making chicken wings. It smells really good. Red and white. You can't have that. I know. Red and white. <laughs> red and white bling bling. <laughs> on your shoes. On those. No, as as we move over to the bling, though, we have a very patient guest who's been with us since 11 o'clock. I know my condolences. And we've got Michael talking about Bitcoin, which is really interesting because Teddy unscripted. Teddy did a show. It's been a little while, been a minute, as you say, since Teddy did a show. But she relaunched Teddy unscripted, the Bear Podcast today, with Michael Macchia of the Bitcoin Master. And you know, grab your mic, Mike. When you and I oh, okay. first started working together. Faith Washington was doing a segment on Bitcoin. And you and I looked at each other and went, we're investing in what? Nothing. Made no sense to us, so we didn't do it. We should have done it. Imagine if we had done this. Well, because I used to be in the mortgage business, and everybody tells me, all these people tell me, no, don't put your money in Bitcoin because it's too unsteady. If I had listened to them six years ago with small money, I wouldn't even be here today. I'd be on some island. Well, I'm glad you're here joining us to explain. I'm really a total Bitcoin novice at what this is. What is a Bitcoin? That's a great question. Um, now, yeah, you know what Freddie was alluding on. And oh, no. we're going to try that again. Say it again. Okay. What's a Bitcoin? That's a great question. And to what Freddie was alluding to, 
you know, years and years ago, <clears throat> people just thought of it as magic internet money. It's like a meme nowadays. Magic internet money, and what is it? And, you know, to explain it in the most simplest way, Bitcoin is a decentralized peer-to-peer -peer currency. Decentralized meaning that there's no third party or intermediary that, that can control it. Bank, government, um, company can control it. And Bitcoin, when it was coded, it was, it was coded digitally, um, you know, just like a software program. And it was, it was coded digitally and governed with an algorithm. So essentially, it's actually just controlled by math. Math is never wrong. And it was coded open source. It was released to the world, decentralized. Um, but who put the logarithm together? Pardon? Who put the logarithm that pushed right. it out? Who was it? That's a great question. So no one actually knows who it is. And it, it sounds almost like sketchy to people. Um, but... The, the guy's name is <clears throat> Satoshi Nakamoto. He used a pseudonym to remain anonymous. There's a lot of you know, mystique behind it. Um, some people think that he was a MIT graduate or programmer. People try to trace some of his early emails. Um, they're finding, they find IP addresses related to MIT. Um, so this guy, Satoshi Nakamoto, had a lot, uh, obviously, a lot of experience in, you know, financials, economics, uh, coding, you know, computer program, cri cryptography, it's called, because of cryptocurrency. And he got with uh, a few different guys over the internet via email. This is like very old school, some chat forums. And they began to code, um, you know, same like, a, again, a, a computer software. They began to code and program an algorithm uh, on, a, on, a, on a protocol. It's called a blockchain. And when they finally finished, you know, they hit the button and it was released to the entire world and it can't be tampered with, can't be hacked, you know, because that code is set in stone. But let me ask you. Yes. A dollar bill. Yes. Is backed by government gold. Who knows what the hell is back? Right now, <laughs> panic. So, so demand, right? People want to buy the Bitcoin. Does that drive the price up? Yes. The short answer, yes. Um, when it comes to the dollar, you know, back, this is about, you know, 50, at least 60 years ago, when, uh, and even longer, in the 20s and 30s, when the Federal Reserve began, and then they, they came off the gold standard. And I, I think it was Roosevelt or Hoover, one of them, they, they decided that. And then it, it, it was, I think in the late 50s or 60s or maybe even early 70s, I forget, but they officially became, they, they took uh, currency off the gold standard. So there was no longer gold backing a dollar, like a dollar worth of gold backing a dollar uh, of paper, right? And that's what's called fiat currency, paper currency. So paper currency in any uh, government, it, it's backed by the confidence that uh, people have in it. You know, and there's a lot of sociology that plays into that, right? People have the perceived value of certain products or commodities, you know, like oil, and, and we're willing to pay for it based on what we believe it's worth. And there's a piece of paper that says 
that a five dollars is five dollars and a gallon of milk is around five bucks and that's how we transact um, now Bitcoin on the other hand it has a fixed supply to it when it was coded it, it was coded with 21 million coins so similar to how you know diamonds are gold it's a scarce asset right you have to find it you have to you have to buy all these machines and you know there's companies with millions of dollars and they try to look for gold right and they look for diamond mines they put a lot of money into that because it's scarce and it's hard to find and over time it starts to build a perceived value and people are willing to pay x amount for a full carat of, of a diamond and people are willing to pay x amount for a full uh, ounce of gold so you know, you have something that's scarce in supply, but and you have a huge demand. But it's tangible also, right? Pardon? Here's, here's a bar of gold. Here's yes. a diamond. Can you say here's, here's a Bitcoin? Dollar. Right. Is it tangible? It's not tangible. Tangible. And that's something that a lot of people have difficulty kind of wrapping their head around. Because we're I, used to the other way. Right. You know, and it's like, okay, well, I have a physical bar of gold. I can hold it. It's shiny. You know, I... I have it. I can sell yeah, it. I can melt I the, it. I, I have can... these diamonds. I have a necklace, right? Right. Um, truth is, actually, little tangent here. Let me ask you, have you ever actually bought something with gold in your life? No. no? Exactly. Every single time I ask someone that, they say no. Neither have I. There's no gold in Fort Knox either. I, I've never bought a cup of coffee with gold. You know, I've never actually used it. You know, maybe if I'm short on cash, I could pawn it, right? Something like that, or I could sell it. But I've never actually paid for anything with it. So what, what happens is we live in a time, 21st century technology adopts, and you know, gold is it's, it's essentially becoming a thing of the dinosaurs. It's, it's like you can't actually do anything with it besides store it in a safe. And as we're entering this digital world, it's hard to wrap your head around because Bitcoin is, is this digital currency that is transacted through the Internet. And um, so it is hard for people to wrap their head around that. You know, it's not a tangible asset. But it is achievable. But it does it's have value philosophy, yes. So if you and I were doing a deal, yeah, we decided to do a deal in Bitcoin. Sure. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. So <laughs> I'm impressed. Go ahead. So you and I, I do a business for you. You pay me in Bitcoin. Yeah. You do a business for me. I pay you back in Bitcoin. Is that something that can happen? Yes. Absolutely correct. Because the perception I'm getting all of a sudden today, like the light bulb has gone out. If I'm going to do a deal with you with money, it's the same perception that me and him have. As long as he accepts the value mm -hmm. of the Bitcoin, it's no different than the value of the dollar. Correct. Right? Correct. So, right on. my gathering here is that we should take in Bitcoin <laughs> as a commodity to do business. I don't know what the value is because I know what a dollar is. What's a dollar in Bitcoin? So, <laughs> the, most, the most smallest form of a Bitcoin, uh, B Bitcoin has eight decimal points behind it. Point so, zero, 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 zero? Yes. Wow. So, <coughs> one Bitcoin right now actually gonna pull it up really quick he, he, he has it on i have a quick app i look we at the price teddy every 10 minutes here. teddy you got to come out here so one bitcoin <laughs> right now is worth thirty-two thousand one hundred and sixty-nine dollars. wow if you were to sell one whoa 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 whoa, whoa, whoa. what 
One full coin. One full, okay, one full coin. Now don't look at a quarter, because this is a <laughs> digital coin. Yeah. You see, this is the confusing part. One stock, one coin, one cow. One stock of Amazon is, you know, $3,200. That's right. So in this case, one Bitcoin. I don't Bitcoin. know. Yeah, but yeah. how do you even visualize it? He's okay, so one Bitcoin is worth how much? So one Bitcoin right now is, is worth approximately $32,000. So if you and I were doing a deal, right, and I wanted to charge you one Bitcoin, you're going to say, ha, ha, no. Yeah. Okay, so how do I get a percentage of a Bitcoin to get right. it done? So the way it was programmed, you know, the, the guy programmed it with eight decimal points behind it. So you could actually, I have a very quick translator app as well. So let's say you owe me 10 bucks, right? You could send me, uh, let me see here, 0. 0.000, well, that's three bucks. Let's say you owe me $30. You could send me 0. 0.001 Bitcoin. 0. 0.001 is $32. And how do I send that to you? Let's start there. You would send it through an app, uh, a digital wallet. And this is, becomes a real thing. It is a real thing. Yeah, right, you I would send it through a digital wallet. Wait a minute. That wait feels like cash app. Now we got to do it. It's, it's, no, yes. it's kind of like commercial. a this cash app for Bitcoin. I need you to talk Bitcoin. to somebody outside. But this is unbelievable. And actually, cash app has Bitcoin. <laughs> well, I saw yeah. that, right? You can pay. You can buy Bitcoin with cash. Okay, app. so Correct. can I open Jack up Dorsey a Bitcoin of, bank? The CEO is is a huge Bitcoin guy. Can I open up a Bitcoin bank? You have it on cash app. Well, that's a great question. So with Bitcoin, you're your own bank. And that's a popular expression My for Bitcoiners. A okay. popular expression is "be your own bank," because I you built your own BYOB. But I could see Bitcoin why. is its own, own bank. But I could see why. Network. I could see why. I, today, all of a sudden, the, <laughs> the fog is lifted. I could see why it would work. Okay. Well, I want to go to commercial break. Okay. When we come back, BYOB, <laughs> be your own bank. Yes. We need to talk. B we have a show called BYOB, by the way. That's cool. That, that's a meme. Brand. That's a Bitcoin meme. But now BYOB. It's be wow, but be this is bank. amazing. Yeah. I like to put this on TV. More to come with this. All right, <laughs> stay tuned. More about Bitcoin. We're going to have Teddy out here on the set with us. Also, 888-564-1470. Oh, no, Rewind. No, I got no, Bitcoin no. on the brain. No, not 1470. Say it again. 888 565. No, stop it. 888-994-4995. This is what happens. <laughs> What's the, the number? Sign, guys? Yes. 888-994-4995. And we'll be right, right back. back. His 40 years in the construction industry created the foundation for his craft. His unique work displays his view of the future with bold and playful combinations of materials and processes, but the methodology remains consistent. He fuses recycled materials and discarded building supplies into a fresh, well-executed approach. Lazega has lived in Miami, Florida most of his life, where he pursues his lifelong passion of creating industrial art. For more information, contact Max Lazega at artworkstudios.org or 786-326-8. I'm Robin Weiss, and I'm a rhinestone artist and rhinestone art instructor. Twelve years ago, when I retired from my nail business, I decided to become a rhinestone artist. 
but then I soon realized there was nowhere that I could go to find the adequate combination of tools or even instructions of how to go about enjoying this craft. My passion for this beautiful medium we know as rhinestones and what I knew they could create drove me to figure out a way to create this magical craft that I now teach. I have developed the perfect rhinestone crafting starter kit, which contains the perfect rhinestone crafting pickup stick. I created this kit to help others and to show you that rhinestone crafting is a craft whose time has come. Filled with fun, rhythmic, and therapeutic, the amount of items that you can cover is endless. Not to mention the places this craft will take you and the people you will meet if you should decide you want to get to artist level. You can watch my creations and watch me work on the Brooklyn Cafe TV show every Thursday where I'll be blinging for dawn and sometimes Freddy. While we enjoy each other's company, I'll be bringing you the most beautiful and fun creations to inspire you to try this craft. You can also find me on Real Housewives of Bling at Instagram and also my Facebook group. That is where I'll show you all of my crystal creations while you follow me on my rhinestone journey. 48 Star Collectibles is your one-stop shop for all things memorabilia. They have movie posters, comic books, vinyl records, lobby cards, vintage televisions and radios, all in excellent condition. They even have autographed posters from some of your most popular film and artists. All of their products are guaranteed to be authentic and in excellent condition. their website at 48starcollectibles.com to purchase the most authentic memorabilia around. DearAbby.com Dear Abby is a life coaching company that was founded by Abby Awutasu. At Dear Abby, we guide single people through the process of meeting, courting, and marrying their soulmates. We know that before you find true, meaningful, lasting love, you must first love and fully embrace your unique self, flaws and all. Contact us today at askdearabby.com for your personalized coaching session that will get you on the path to ultimately finding your soulmate. And follow Dear Abby on social media at askdearabby on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. your life says a lot about you. The way you choose to commemorate your lifetime can say even more. It's a single event that speaks volumes. So how do you celebrate a life? Dignity Memorial Providers believe that your memorial service should be as unique as you are reflecting your personality and your passions. It should be a perfectly tailored send-off, 
a fitting tribute for family and friends to celebrate the person they love. We're professionals at catering to your every need, right down to the catering. In fact, no detail is too small. So when it comes time for a fitting tribute, we'll see that your final wishes are beautifully fulfilled. It's what Dignity Memorial providers are known for. And why you should rely on us to see that your life is well celebrated. of a lifetime begins here. AM2TV and WNN Money Talk Radio have been in conjoint business for 10 years. They have been working around the clock nonstop to promote over 500 shows and businesses reaching all over South Florida. With added platforms such as social media live streaming, podcasts, and the specialty of live radio, it has never been easier to get your voice heard by millions of listeners. To amplify your impact and start your show today, contact Amp2TV at 866-224-5422. That's 866-224-5422. You've been watching the Brooklyn Cafe Show. Join us each day and after hours as we talk about the hot topics to open the conversations and share a few laughs. Now, back to Dawn and Freddie S. Healing Moments is one of the most amazing holistic spas where you have infrared saunas. You have a fiber acoustic sound bed. You have everything you could possibly need for all of your healing needs. She does post-surgery work. She does post-cancer work. Anything that you can think of, including hot stone massages, which is my personal favorite. They also have the signature massage where Tracy finds whatever your body is calling for, whether it's crystals, Reiki, meditation, sound bowls, and she will find that and give that to your body. You will come off feeling like a whole new person. Be sure to check that out. Healing Moments, you can get in touch with them right through the cafe. Now, back to Dawn and Friday. Very nice. Very nice. mornings and I always feel like we're so hard on on you and what we asked for in the soundboard but when the show comes off and the color is slick this looks amazing the color on camera three looks great great content Val's doing her thing over there but nice job now you're ready for this Bitcoin slick's got this this is what I think of see the Bitcoin behind you I saw on Cash App. Cause but I, I thought that this was the currency. Apparently, this is more like a token, hello, how are you? How it has you, no significance. And I want to ask Teddy, how did you get involved with Bitcoin? <laughs> so I wouldn't even call myself involved. <laughs> I got a call at like 9 o'clock one night from my boyfriend. He was like, do you have a way to buy Bitcoin? And I was like, yeah, I think I can do it on Cash App. And he's like, go buy $5 right now. And I was like, okay. And I did it. And that's all I knew about it. And I watched my little $5 go up and down. And I mentioned it to you guys. And we were like, oh, let's do a Bitcoin show. And I was like, oh, no, I don't know anything about Bitcoin. So my Michael introduced me to this Michael. 
and was like, this guy knows everything there is to know about Bitcoin. You went viral on Twitter for all your Bitcoin stuff and your Bitcoin paraphernalia. <laughs> My Bitcoin now, when did, yeah. when did you buy into Bit? So I, I first got into it in 2015. And, and actually, at the time, I thought I was late. I thought I missed it. Um, what did you buy in at? How much was a dollar worth? Well, the first time I ever got into it, it was around like $600. The problem was is that no one back then really took it seriously. We, we didn't know it was going to become this precious asset that it is today and that Wall Street is going to start putting hundreds of millions of dollars into it. So I'm sitting there gambling with it online, you know. Now, gambling online. I won't spend any of my Bitcoin now. It's too valuable. But now you have right? your password, I guess, protected someplace. I saw that guy who lost like hundreds of thousands of dollars in Bitcoin because he can't find his password. Yeah. Is that real? That's called a, uh, yeah. So that that's called like a backup key uh, or your Bitcoin keys. It's basically just a long thing of numbers and letters. And when you do, those are the old school type of Bitcoin wallets. Now they're much more simple. You just make a password just like your Facebook um, or, or a pin number and a password uh, and maybe a text there to your cell phone like with your online banking stuff like that um, it's much more simpler but back then it was just like your password or your key was a very long mix of numbers and letters and you would have to write it down and if you forgot it you were in trouble well here's my vision we're always changing Freddie's password and he's always like Teddy change my no, password this is, this so I've got a vision of you, you sending your password and you calling Teddy going Teddy what's my Bitcoin password <laughs> no this password? is a little bit different because this is money this is like a bank account I don't forget my bank account <laughs> just everything else just everything yeah. else are you still investing in Bitcoin yeah, I am. You have more than $5 now? I have $10 now. <laughs> okay, so I let me... I don't have the money to but buy. Hold on, hold on, money. hold on. Let me... Because, you know, I've learned that if you go to um, Vegas and you get on the line to gamble, people will take a simple game like football or baseball and they would turn it into a game within the game within the game within the game. Who's the first player to spit? 50 bucks. And they give you odds. Who's the first player to get a hit? It's the coin toss in a football game, heads mm -hmm. and tails. I mean, it is the most ridiculous thing on planet Earth, right? So Bitcoin's a little bit like, hey, let's try this, because people, it's not, it's not even a loss until you take a paper loss. It's like the stock market, right? Correct. If I'm down in the stock market 30,000 points, and I cash in, I'm in trouble. If I hold on to it and it goes up 60,000, I'm back in the game, mm -hmm. and then some. So it's no different. But is there a broker? You can really just go through Cash App. Yeah, I mean, there's apps like uh, Cash App, and there's a very popular one that's user-friendly for beginners called Coinbase. That's one a lot of um, my friends There's use. another one that uh, the Winklevoss twins own. Uh, well, what's they, the difference between all they these They have apps? one called Gemini. Uh, it's just different, you know, it, it's, just different apps that you could buy and on. Do they charge you a fee for doing it? Yeah, the same way that there's, you know, Fidelity, right, and TD Ameritrade. You know, there's different apps and different ones have different trading fees uh, that you could purchase it through. And everything. So I can pay you guys in Bitcoin now. Technically, you yeah. can. They can if they you if you take it. No, I it's kind of this is very scary. <laughs> this is scary like because that? yeah. But it's not a paper transaction. It's a digital transaction. And it's a dollar for dollar. So say I I pay Teddy ten dollars. For whatever she does, I can pay her ten dollars in Bitcoin. You can, yes. Point zero zero three. 
Yeah. But that means that if I hold on, because now I have $10 worth of Bitcoin, right? So if yes. I hold on to it, that $10 you sent me could go up in the future. Could also go down. Could also go down. <laughs> but so the chances are that if it goes up or down, you're taking the risk of taking the money in because it yeah. may go up. Like $31,000. I mean, same thing with gold and silver. You know, the price fluctuates. It's basically a commodity. Um, so, you know, over the last few years and even still now, you know, it's, it's taking time for it to, you know, still establish itself because in, in my opinion, it's still a new market. It's only been around for about 10 or 11 years. Um, as liquidity comes into the market, the price is going to get more stable. And, you know, it, sometimes people are a little apprehensive to use it as a payment method because the price is so volatile. So if you owe me 100 bucks, but it goes down a little, now I have 95 bucks when you could have just gave me a $100 bill. So it, it's still, uh, you know, gaining, you know, adoption and popularity in, in that area. Um, and again, as, as more people are getting into it and there's more liquidity coming into the market, the price is going to start stabling. Um, but if you look at a chart over the last 10 years and you ignore the ups and downs, the short-term stuff, if you look at a chart in the last 10 years, Bitcoin is the top performing asset of the last decade over the S&P, over the Dow Jones, over gold. It is the top performing asset. If you look at it over the last two years, the last year, same thing, top performing <coughs> asset. So Wall Street right now is starting to look at Bitcoin. Yes. Because they're like, well, wait a second. We got the government printing all this money. We have companies that are need to get bailed out, blah, 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 ups and downs. Warren Buffett sold out of all of his airline stocks. Last year, all this craziness. And now fund managers, hedge funds, they're starting to look at it and they're saying, well, wait a second. I could, I could put 1% to 5% of my net worth or, or my hedge fund. I could put 3% of it and allocate it into Bitcoin. And maybe I can offset some of that risk. And Bitcoin, because it's decentralized, and it has no tie to the U.S. government, what the U.S. government's doing with the Federal Reserve printing money. It's building a narrative now as an uncorrelated, asymmetric asset class. So now it is, this doesn't have a correlation now to what the stock market does. It's its own thing. So a lot of Wall Street money managers are looking at it for its asymmetric, non-correlated uh, value proposition that it proposes. Now, what if you want to cash it in? Hold on a second. <laughs> We're going to get there in a second. Aw. Okay, so he invests $100 in 2015 when it was 600 bucks a pop, right? This is what that will be worth today. Wow. Okay, so now let me ask you a question. So you're, you're a multi-millionaire, multi-millionaire, according to my numbers, because I know numbers. So let's just, it might even be more than this because it was up and downs, trade-offs and everything else. So let's say that you want to cash in $3 million. How do we do that? Through any of those apps that you can buy it through. And they're going to give you $3 million bucks? Yes. So because they're gonna, your, the assumption is they're gonna, everybody's going to want to buy this. Well, you got to think of it. So these apps like Coinbase or Gemini, there's a popular one called Binance. These uh, exchanges, it's no different, again, from like a TD Ameritrade or a Fidelity or literally the New York Stock Exchange. It's a market. So w in, a, in a free market, for every buyer, there's a seller. It's not like you're just selling this internet money into thin air. Because there's a finite amount. Well, there's someone point. buying it from you. At 31000 face value. Correct. Then they're so, negotiating the price. Correct. 
for every buyer, there's a, it's a market. So when someone goes to buy Apple stock and they're yelling in the trading pits of Manhattan, buy, buy, sell, there's, there's someone buying it from you right. or, or you're selling it to someone else. And this is, again, how it starts to build perceived value and confidence. The person buying it from me believes that it's worth that amount. They, so they're willing to purchase it from me and I want to get X amount for it. I'm, gonna, I'm selling it to them. So again, for every buyer, there's a seller. It's, it's a market just like the stock market. It's interesting. And what is the down, what is the down on Bitcoin? In other words, how does it go from $31,000 a piece down to 25? Where, where's the gap or how does that work? Yeah, you know, again, it's, it's still a newer market. Uh, when you think of the total liquidity in it or um, the market cap, you know, you have gold has a market cap of about $8 trillion. You have the stock market worldwide, Dow Jones, whatever, stock market has about a market cap of $27 trillion. And then you have Bitcoin that just broke a market cap of only $500 billion. So since there's less liquidity in it, literally right now, statistically, I believe it's about 1% or 2% of the world population owns Bitcoin. That's nothing. So, you know, yes, if, if what's called a whale or a super mega rich guy decides to sell a lot of it, um, the price will come down. It's going gonna, it's gonna to go down hard. Um, and again, you know, over time, though, if you really look at the, a, a longer term track record like the last decade, it, it's gone nothing but it, it's done nothing but go up. Um, but in, in the short term, there's plenty of times that my stomach was churning, you know, because I. Bitcoin went down a, a significant amount of money really quick, and it's easy, you know, to, to get emotional and, and start to panic. Um, but I always really believed in the innovation, and I believe in what it can do in the world, especially in developing countries, people that are unbanked. So I've always believed in it. I never, I was never willing to sell it. Um, and that, that was a big risk back in the day. Teddy, do you have a lot of friends that have invested in Bitcoin? I do. I didn't realize how many friends that I knew invested <laughs> in Bitcoin until I started talking to Michael about it. And then I started talking to this Michael about it. And everyone was like, oh yeah, I have Bitcoin. And you know, we had, I was at one of our friend's houses and they were having like a whole back and forth about Bitcoin and stocks and how you have to jump on the wagon before it's off and all this. And I was like, wow, this is, this is real because for a long time, and I was telling you, I thought it was just something that, you know, oh, it's an untraceable money. It's, it's on the black market. Now all of a sudden it's public. And it's like, well, it's not untraceable. And we were talking about it on Teddy and Scripted. Michael was telling me it's not untraceable. And that's not really what it is anymore. It's really a worldwide currency, and it kind of exploded my brain. What about taxes, right? We pay taxes on stocks. Yeah, great question. Yeah, so over the last two to three years, the government is starting to push some regulation. Capital gains? Um, correct. Which, in, you know, in all honesty, it's, it's a good thing. Um, Legitimizes you. Correct. You know, back... You know, five, ten years ago, even it was it was actually kind of like the Wild West, and you know, pu there's pump and dumps going on. Not with Bitcoin, with some other coins. Um, there's a lot of other cryptocurrencies. There's pump and dumps. I'm talking, you know, like Jordan Belfort type stuff. Um, and what's the what's the tax hit on the capital? So yeah, the the IRS over the last couple of years they started doing 38%, uh, same as a stock, basically 38% capital gain. Uh, if you if you're trading in and out under 12 months, 21% capital gain. If you hold it over 12 months, 
So the key is the 13 month figure like anything else in sales. Yeah, you want to you want to hold it. You want to buy and hold. Now the interesting thing about this whole thing, the, the thing that always made me uneasy is that you get the whale who decides to dump the market so that he starts showing up and buying more. It's it's the the art of, you know, giving and selling and buying. In stock, you go ten thousand. Used to be, I don't know what it is now. But ten thousand dollars used to be to buy anything in the stock market that made sense. Anything under that, you weren't really a player. Right. Ten thousand and above is when you start doing. <laughs> ten thousand and above is when you start putting something on the table. This game is a little bit different because it, there is no preset. I mean, if you could buy one for thirty-one thousand. And you're going to sit there, I, you put it in the drawer and leave it alone. Don't be looking at your phone all day long because it's going to go oh, like Oh, you drive yourself crazy. It drive you nuts. It's like insider trading. You remember in the 90s when the bubble was already beginning to blow out of proportion and people became house traders from your own Right, Ameritrade. everyone thought they were a trader. Right. Everybody thought they were a trader. I got a, a neighbor head and I, he says, oh, I'm going to work. And he was in his pajamas. Yeah. And he was spent all day. But there's no trading on this. It is, it is. No, it's a market. There's trading. But Bitcoin's you, actually you open 24-7. Somebody else is doing it. Bitcoin's open 24-7, too. It's, it's open on weekends. But you're not buying anything in particular. You're, you're buying, buying the individuals coin. like you do in stock, where you're not you're investing in a fund or pulling out of a fund and putting it into another fund you're buying bitcoin as a whole yeah yeah you're buying bitcoin the asset so there's the nothing for you to do is. to stay up at night other than worrying if you want to or get excited you can't trade in and out of something no you could trade in a, it's a market uh, there's a there's a price behind it so you it's traded yeah um if you there, want. there are people that do that you know and and they sit there and they look at charts and they look at support and resistance levels and they're looking at charts and wow. the relative strength and bollinger bands and all this stuff and um, they go nuts. Yeah. They're, they're so taking quite huh? because they're going crazy. $10. How's your $10 done? It's doing pretty good. <laughs> my, my wonderful but the funny $10. thing here is, is Has this... $10 gone up? Uh, it, I actually have seen within, depending on what time of the day, I can see the little tiny spikes with, you mean, you know... It's going to drive like you crazy, cents, though. Yeah. 20 cents. Okay. But yeah. if you invest a lot of money... Yeah. Like, oh, that's a couple hundred dollars of fluctuation. Yeah. Th so that's something that's actually a, a, a really, really good point. So Bitcoin right now, it, it, it's at such an obscenely high price that it's basically hard to kind of get leverage on it. Because if you're only going to do 100 bucks, Bitcoin has to go from 30,000 to 60,000 to double your money. Right. So you, you do need a lot of leverage on it. You know, you, you would want to put something like at least three, five, ten thousand dollars into it. Now, there are other cryptocurrencies um, and, and uh, digital assets, they're calling them, uh, that are reliable and have also withstood a test of time as well. Um, there's Litecoin, there's Ethereum, there's a, there's a bunch of other cryptocurrencies. But Bitcoin is still the big dad. Bitcoin is the king daddy, they say. But then, um, okay, so, so follow my... And a lot of other cryptocurrencies, oh, they, they kind of have their Slip. own different so technologies, too. So follow my thinking. Uh -huh. Yeah. Okay. No. No. <laughs> <laughs> you may like this. Life according to Freddie. <laughs> so I get into... So, uh, people come in here to do commercials and everything else. You got Comcast in here, and I got all these players, right? You got people. They're going to pay you in Bitcoin. Pay me in Bitcoin. Pay me in Bitcoin, I take the Bitcoin in and I put it in the drawer. I don't care if it's going up and down because I've already provided the service. Unless you need to pay bills out of that. Well, but you're not listening. I'm not saying 100% business being paid. I'm saying you put a certain percentage. You're 
going to win any even if you gain sixty thousand dollars you're going to have to pay capital gains and if you do it under 13 months you're going to have to pay 21 percent and think about that you got to think the long game here yeah the long game right when he bought in at 600 man i like to be his shirt yeah but my my average buy price is is probably closer to about maybe six or seven thousand because again at, at that time I didn't know no one Man, knew it was going to be. I'll make it, it ten thousand. When it started running to ten thousand, yeah, I was like, what did I do? I sold, you know, I was a, basically a story, and I was like, but you if know, you I sold keep it, Bitcoin. if you had kept it in the drawer, right, and then disturb it, right, and you're doing a business where ninety percent of your business is still cash, and ten percent is Bitcoin. And you're putting that away. Forget about looking at it. Don't look at it. Right. It'll drive you crazy. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to tell you. You mark my words. You in three or four years. Yeah. You know oh. what wound up happening <laughs> even <laughs> last year, uh, just in March, COVID hit. We had a liquidity crisis in the market. People were scared. They're running to cash. Stock market tanked. Right, everything was tanking. Bitcoin tanked too. It's a market. There's a lot of liquid Wall Street. That was the best time to buy. I started loading up. I started buying stocks. I started buying more Bitcoin. It was it fell down to four thousand, and uh, and I you know I I knew that was basically it was like a blessing in disguise to accumulate more, um, and I always believed in it. So even though it was dropping, I, I didn't get scared. You know that it was. I was just. I felt like hey, it's a second chance now to load up. When years ago, even I, just as a lot of people on the internet, you'll hear stories about. You hear a story about the Bitcoin pizza story. It's called. Guy in 2010 or 11 bought two Papa John's pizzas with 10,000 bitcoins. Wow. 30 bucks was 10. Because Bitcoin was worth like eight cents, and he gave the pizza guy Bitcoin for it. He he lived in Belgium or something. And that Bitcoin today would be worth something obscene, like $250 million. Can you imagine? That's the best <laughs> pizza. Now, let me ask you, if I buy at 31000 Yeah. And here we go. Here's the dance. And it drops down to 4000 right? And I buy 31000 again, $31,000 more to get rid of my original thirty-one. It's a wash, no? Well, you would have averaged your price at whatever between four and 31 is you would average your price around right but i get to make the adjustment which is what it's called it's called an adjustment and then start from that point forward i mean it's not you're saying if you sold it yes to get rid of the x the oh the the weight because i'm carrying that 31 to drop to four yeah well well if you buy it at 31 and it dumped back down to 10 and you hit sell you just lost twenty one thousand dollars usd and then I buy again with a fresh money at 10 and it goes up to 31. Now you just made back what you lost. That's the wash. So you yeah. got to be careful when you buy this thing. But again, my concept is really simple. If I don't buy it and I trade um, what we do, because what we do, once I do the filming, it's done. There's no getting it back. I can't undo the film. It's done, mm-hmm. right? So if all of a sudden... Everybody, call this guy and let's get into Bitcoin, right? <laughs> and all of a sudden it blows up and he's paying me in Bitcoin. Okay, I don't know what it's going to be worth tomorrow, but neither do you with the stock market. Now, I used to trade variable life insurance Okay. at $2,000. I have my license for that. It was a VLI. Yeah. I used to trade $2,000 a tax-free life insurance investment. They took it off the market because it blew up. 
at 2,000 on the clicker, what is it today, 30,000? If you held on to that variable life, which you could not, they couldn't force you to get rid of it, you'll be a multi-millionaire today. Multi. And I sold mine at 3,000. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of people in the late 90s, early 2000s, if you look at a chart, Amazon had a 90% crash in the early 2000s. 90%. And since, I think it's like about 2001, it's up 33,000%. Isn't that nuts? So, you know, and, and again, that was something, it was, a, it was an early company, early technology. You know, tech bubble bursted, people panic sold, and they're, now they're a story. And then the people that held it, long term, you know, they hit a grand slam. They hit a grand slam. And yeah. it's funny because in the day when I was in high school, you know what the number one stock was? Hmm. IBM. Yeah. Remember? It yeah, was seven hundred dollars a share. Your grandfather, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grandpa, you okay? Yeah, yeah, Tell yeah. me, IBM was the, the IBM, IBM was the was beast. The it was the beast. Yeah. Now also the dot com, which is owned by those people in that island off of Africa. <laughs> You know about the the uh, dot com companies? <laughs> what? There's a company. There's a there's a, tr a tribe, a village that owns dot com. They own all the money from everything you ever do. Dot anything. TV. Com all the monies are sent to them. It's the island that's sinking into the ocean. Interesting. You've never seen this thing? No. Oh, you got to look it up. I will but, look that. But up. they started. They started the dot com. Some kid went to school from that yeah. island, <laughs> and they own the dot com. And everything dot com now goes back in this thing. So you never know. But I still. Love like the idea of using Bitcoin in exchange for payment. There are certain people that have it and are willing to sort of let it go for an exchange for, let's say, commercials. You don't, you don't buy it? I 100% do. I'm just thinking about how it all layers out. You know, yes. I, I read a recent story online of a Syrian refugee that, look at what happened, Was it, it's only about a year or two ago with the whole Syria fiasco I yeah. mean the country it literally crumbled mm -hmm. cities destroyed and there were people you know they're doing whatever the marketing project whatever they're doing for a living you know I think this guy was a marketer for some companies in India what did he do his whole city just got destroyed and I it was an excellent article about how he was he was uh, got into Bitcoin because it's a borderless permissionless decentralized currency and you know, his paper money wasn't worth anything anymore. And, and so he started taking payments for his work in Bitcoin. I heard rumors that they were going, well, you know, in Europe they use, what do they use in Europe for um, the trading? The euro? The euro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that thing. Now, when the euro first came <laughs> out, thing. when the euro first came out, I'll never forget this. I worked for an Italian company. And he was, ready. I do everything in euro. I says, and I don't, because I didn't know what the hell the euro was. Right, yeah. how it transfers. Now, the euro is more stronger than the dollar, correct? I don't actually know right now. I think it's, I think I it's think 17 so. to 1. Yeah, I think so. The pound, the pound is 50 to 1. Yeah. The euro is stronger than, but nobody ever poo-pooed the euro. But then my assumption is based on that. If you're in England and you're buying Bitcoin based on the euro, when you sell it's based on the euro, what is the what is the regulation on it? Well, I, no, there's Bitcoin exchanges in... Um, there's Bitcoin exchanges in England. Different exchange rates. And there's also even even the American exchanges as well, though, like Coinbase and Gemini. Uh, when you sell it, you, you're selling it into British pounds. You know, you're selling it into yen in, in Japan. So it's the exchange. So rate. if I keep it over there, do I still have to pay capital gains? 
Or seed account, yes. Yeah, unless you're in Switzerland. The answer so to that is yes. If that, if, those US, if that money hits your bank account? That's right. Yeah. Well, I could go live over there. <laughs> And you just complicated a whole lot of things today. Well, the reason that people did the Bitcoin was to go around capital gains tax. Now they've wised up and they're taxing it. Yeah, I mean the government it's is making money. Big Brother's always gonna want their. You gotta pay the piper. They legal, legalized marijuana. Cut. Ain't no different, right? They so. came out with legal. You know, it costs more to tax marijuana. I mean, when you really think about it, 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 it's, it poses a huge threat to the government. It really does. Of it course, poses it does. A major threat. Of course, you know, it does. There, there's no way for the government to control this magic internet money. But it's interesting that you let people invest little bits, and that's how you started, $5, $10, $20. You know, when I was growing up, my mother always said, put a little bit of money aside for yourself, you never know. So right. like, you, like you take a 20 and you put it in your, what my grandmother called it mad money. Like here's $20 in your wallet, but it was cash. But if you took that $20 or a dollar a day, right? So you've got $30 a month, if you can part with a dollar a day and you throw in a Bitcoin and you watch it grow and you just let it sit and yeah. grow, are you really gonna miss that dollar a day? Correct. Yeah. That type of thing for people that are young that are just I starting, you're gonna, I know you will. That dollar a day. You'll think about that dollar you know, a day that, every day. That's a really awesome point. One of the, one of kind of like my uh, theology or thinking behind it years ago was um, I am a very foolish spender, right? If I have a bunch of cash in my bank account, if I have $2,000 saved, you spend it. I will think of something to spend it on. I'll go on a vacation to the Keys. I'll buy a pair of Jordans. I'll think of something. My, the money gets bored. Yes. Um, and Bitcoin actually, Bitcoin kind of taught lonely. me how to start saving. It really did. Um, yeah, especially when you couldn't spend it because it was only gave me something. It, it gave me something to look forward to putting into. And you know, and back then, like I would, I, I would literally take about twenty percent of my check, and I'd put it in there. And I do that every two weeks. And over time, I saw it accumulating. And then I really started to believe it's almost like a self-fulfilling prophecy that I'm witnessing on the internet. People talk about Bitcoin as digital gold and a store of value. And I was like, wow, I'm, I'm kind of creating a savings account here for myself. Um, amazing. This is a great point you brought up. Now, I got a question. What is $1,000 in Bitcoin right now? So I got a plan. <laughs> I want to ask, scary. I want to put something together. So yeah, a, a $1,000 right now is 0 0.031 of a Bitcoin. Okay, so this is the new deal. For the next 12 months, whoever comes in first, first come, first serve, they can pay me in Bitcoin up to $1,000. And if you come in and somebody already took it up for January, then you'll be on the waiting list for February. I want to do $12,000 in a year towards the market. If in the end of the year this thing explodes and you people ain't going to be laughing at me no more, then we'll go to 5000 a month. I'm not saying to make the whole business Bitcoin because that's kind of, kind of suicidal at this number. Very risky. But 1000 a month. If you got Bitcoin and you want to come on the show, you want to do a show, you want to be on television, we got that too. $1,000 in Bitcoin a month, first come, first serve. Let's try to raise $12,000 by December, whatever. You don't pay capital gains, so you sell it anyway, correct? Mm -hmm. And then, let's see what happens. <laughs> and Michael has an awesome Twitter where he, he talks about all things Bitcoin. He makes jokes, and I didn't yeah. realize crypto Twitter was a thing. It's a whole <laughs> subsect of Twitter, yeah. which I love. 
It's amazing. Are you are you like an advocate? Do you want people to buy Bitcoin yes. or not? Because yeah, it because it works I, against I, you though. No, I, I really, really do believe in it. I, I believe in um, the practicality that it offers developing countries that are unbanked. Um, and I also, I do believe in it as a store of value investment. Um, I'm, I'm not some type of a conspiracy theorist, libertarian, anti-government guy, but I'm witnessing our government foolishly, in my opinion, print trillions of dollars. I'm personally concerned that there could be inflation in the future. Which there will be. Um, so I choose to opt out of that. I choose to buy Bitcoin. And, um, and I, so, yeah, I'm a huge advocate of it. Uh, I try to, you know, put my opinion out there on Twitter, uh, try to attempt to build a following. There's a, there's a lot of a lot of pretty big guys on Twitter that have great followings. There's a lot of guys on Wall Street, hedge fund managers, tech entrepreneurs, Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter and Square yeah. and Cash App, Elon Musk. Um, there, there's, there's some guys that really believe in it. And it's no surprise to me, actually, that, that it is the techies. You know, it's the innovators that always, you know, they, they see past, they, they, they see past, they, they see ahead, they see into the future. It's really interesting. And, I wonder uh, if doing it. I mean, I want to ride their coattails. Man. You know, the funny, the funny you thing say is, techie makes me think of your Well, son. the funny, the it's funny true. thing is that I, I mean, we stay away from politics no matter what. I only believe in one politic, which is making money. <laughs> and, you know, I don't care what color I don't care what color you represent, red, blue, green. It makes no difference to me. The bottom line here is if you can make this thing work for you, you should do it. It's like anything else, McDonald's, right? They started with one burger. You know McDonald's sold one burger the first day they opened? Right? And now they're what? Quadrillion? Now you can't even count the number of McDonald's and what yeah. they sell and generate. So the bottom line here is you start a trend. And then you put it in the drawer. That's all. Hey, listen, if I had known you and we had done this 30 years ago, yep. and we would have bought stock, who would have thought that Amazon stock would do what it's doing now? You could retire. My father bought Coca-Cola in cans when it first came out. And his brother made him sell it the same day. He says, nobody drinks soda out of a can. <laughs> so when my dad was alive, I used to always bring him a Coke. And he says, you're going to stop doing this to me. Because we would have been retired, I think, 40 years ago, right? So if you don't take a shot, you're never going to score. I kind of like this whole trend, and I'm stupid. And you see, now I'm angry because I was in this game. So how about 10% or 20% of what we pay after you guys getting Bitcoin? You know, to kind of piggyback what you were saying, though, Freddie, yeah. um, you even just think back to even 10 years ago, though, people were calling Uber crazy. Airbnb, yep. crazy. Crazy. You want to hear crazy? Uber doesn't own any cars. Airbnb doesn't own any hotels. No, they don't. No overhead. Okay. And, smartest, and, smartest I have ever seen. You know, so when when technology, when a technology innovation arises. He's buying 32,000. You, you either kind of. <laughs> <laughs> when when technology, bad. though, begins to progress, uh, you you either hop on board or you get left behind. And, you know, I, th I think, I think we, we do live in a digital world. Bitcoin is viewed as kind of like a digital gold. Um, and and I, I do think it really needs to be paid attention to. Paid attention to. You don't want to sleep on it. And, and it's funny because we'll do the stupidest things. You ever seen the car Montes in the street? 
No. The three what? car Montes, you never seen those guys? Yeah. Pick the red card. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My sister made, you ever seen that? My sister made me 20, and the guy says, oh, look, you won, I got 40, right? She says, oh, and I went again, I got 80. He says, man, you're good. How you, your eyes are so fast. He said, I tell you what, that's a double or nothing. So I put up right. 160. There wasn't a red card to be found. No. I lost it like this, yeah. right? Yeah. So that doesn't stop me from investing. Just invest right. I used to tell people that when you're in business, it isn't about what you sell. It's buying right. Correct. When you buy right, that's when you make money. When you just buy, when you invest, you're up, you're down, you got ulcers, you're on the floor. It's like everything. It's like I said in the car yesterday, it was slick. Just make sure this is the right thing we're buying. Yes, but if you buy right. Yeah, you heard me say it, right? Mm -hmm. But if you buy right, you know, we bought this monster camera. Now we're up to three lenses that we need. <laughs> but you hold on. You hold on. <laughs> because I have never steered you wrong. You have when not. that thing makes money, which yeah. it's already started to. Yes. You got to sit back and say, you know some, I'm pretty good. That's why I applaud what Teddy did because, you know, you took the first step. You broke the, you broke the ceiling. I have whole dollars. <laughs> but that's okay. You know, when it comes to uh, really what, what you're talking about, like, <clears throat> when you think about it, you know, cash is, is meant to be spent. The longer you hold cash over time, it, it devalues. You guys were born very much earlier than me. You know, my dad was buying, you know, uh, movie tickets and, and a Coca-Cola and this for uh, 10 cents, you know, and, and so we have seen inflation take place over the last 30 years, isn't it undeniable? So the longer you hold cash, it's devaluing. And what really wealthy people do is they don't hold cash, they buy assets with it. That's right. That's what they do. They it's buy buying stocks right. and they buy real estate and they, they don't hold cash. That's what's called buying right. Cash exactly is supposed right. to be spent. You know, it's funny, there was an, an old saying that was sent up. Remember when sugar was supposed to be the best thing for you? Yeah. They used to say, eat more sugar. Sugar will make you live till a thousand, right? So cash was king, is an old saying. And they put that in play so that you held on to it. Because people of power know that if you hold on to it and they're investing in the future, they're going to be here where you're holding on to that $1,000 and turn that 1000 into 100000 And then they'll gobble you up. That's the difference. It's you got to invest. you got to circulate anything in life. If you sit on your money, my father used to say, what am I going to do, take it with me to the grave? Right? Well, you're going to put it in the box and, and take it with you. It ain't going to serve you no purpose. You got to spend it and find more. And I got grandkids. You're going to have grandkids soon. You watch. <laughs> and you <laughs> got to spend it for their first? future. You know, what I don't like about what's going on today, our kids are an exception to this rule, is that a lot of kids don't come to the realization that your future starting now. Mm -hmm. Put money into Bitcoin and yep. let it grow. Put it into certain things and let it grow because you ain't going to be 21 all your life. Trust me when I tell you, your legs are going to hurt too at 40. It's going to happen. Interesting. You want people to contact you? Follow you? Yeah. Um, you can follow me on Twitter. Uh, my handle is at Mikey underscore mock. So at Mikey, M-I-K-E-Y underscore mock, M-A-C-H. Uh, my actual name on Twitter is Hoddle Be Thy Name. Uh, Hoddle. I'll tell you the story behind that some other time. <laughs> um, All right. 
Yeah. Nice so, yeah, job, Teddy. Follow me on Twitter and yeah, give me some advice. Check out uh, every other week. Michael's going to come on to Teddy and Scripps, and we're going to do a Bitcoin series. So if you have any questions, message him on Twitter. Come on, Teddy and Scripps at Instagram. Email me, whatever. And we're going to be doing a series on it. Which I'm a little girl grow. Look at her. Happen. Listen, if you want to do, you could be the one for Jet. What are we in January or what? We're still January. Still got the end you of the week. You want to come down and we'll make a deal on Bitcoin for some kind of services you want, commercial, whatever you want. I'm all in. And then if it happens, then I'm going to call you back to make sure that I know what the hell I'm doing. <laughs> <laughs> this is, it's like, this is too no easy. Idea. This is just too I easy. Know. But it's, I saw the thing on your phone. I almost hit that button. I'm assuming you got that it must give you, it must, yeah, don't hit that button. I'm assuming it, <laughs> it would give you an option as to uh, prices and uh, amounts instead of just hit it on a buy. No, on Cash App, because I did it on Cash you, App. You could do whatever you feel comfortable with. Where's the, where's the Bitcoin stored when you hit Cash App? It's, it's, it's stored in Cash App. Uh, digital wallet. Stored in a digital wallet. The same way... So Cash App gets to use the digital money, too? Well, when you're buying it on Cash App, I mean, you're, you're, you're buying Bitcoin on the Bitcoin blockchain, um, but it's stored in your Cash App wallet, you know, and you have but your Bitcoin and you have your dollars. Because right, now they got, they got a bottom line. That Cash App has a bottom line. Actually, it does. It's got all these regulations. You know, PayPal just added Bitcoin, too. I can see. Can we do that? How much you can buy? How like, much can you can sell Can we have an account where we can have people buying and we'll sort of store the money? Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Think about that. My God, you store billions and billions of dollars. You know, you get a letter of intent, everything else behind <laughs> More to come. Nice job, you guys. Nice job, Slick. Great job on the shoot. Thank you, Crazy Uncle Mike's, for allowing us to shoot some footage there for Hey Mr. DJ and Lost Harbor and for Tracy and all of our amazing sponsors. Thanks, Summer. Great job on that, Summer. Nice spot that you did also. Been an interesting day. All right, give me and a phone. Nice job on the sum. I want to buy some <laughs> Bitcoin. <laughs> Really All right, good. have a great good afternoon, stuff. everyone. Be safe, be kind to each other, wear your mask. We'll see you tomorrow, 9 a.m. drive time. And as always, don't be late. Bye-bye. Well, that's about it for today. Even though the show is over, the Brooklyn Cafe is always open for business. You're invited to join the fun every day from 12 to 2. If you missed some of the laughs from today, Dawn and Freddie S. will bring more good cheer next time. You can follow The Brooklyn Cafe on Facebook at The Brooklyn Cafe TV to rewatch every minute of the show. Well, see you next time.
Just a ray of light. 